0: The SV Pod is presented by DraftKings, the leader in one-day fantasy sports. It's SV Pod pandemic <laughs> style. I wish people could see this. I'm You're
1: logged in, brother.
0: I'm in a control room. I can't see Steve, <laughs> Travis. I don't even know where the hell. Where are you, home? <laughs> I'm at home drinking. Nice. We have a hammered board up. Yeah. It's a pandemic podcast. Like I don't I don't even know why we're doing this. You know what? Actually I do know why. People have been kind. They're like, hey, look, the show, the podcast, anything that feels like the world's not ending is a positive. So we're here for you, but I don't know what we got. Like I don't know what we got to offer right now.
1: Um Well, you've been grinding, you've been coming into work every day. People are happy with that. Yo. Yeah. Oh.
0: Turn your, turn your camera Turn the video off. off. No, I I to turn ears. it off. I don't know. A Put a shirt on. Put a there's shirt a, on.
1: There's a camera icon.
0: Come on, you redneck. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are. Justin Thomas is uh-huh. on the phone. I took a he, does, he doesn't have a shirt. He just He's just taking picture.
1: snapshots.
0: <laughs> For God's sake. There we go. Now it's a.
1: Toilet. No, he just flipped it.
0: Are you He's in the, in the bathroom. There, there we, we go. There we go. Hey! hey, hey. Woo. All right, all right. This
1: is, this is podcasting.
0: This is podcasting gold right here. The number four <laughs> golfer in the world, Justin Thomas. First of all, this is important. This is important. Are you, are are, are you and your people good? Everybody good?
2: Yes, everybody is good.
0: How bored are you?
2: <laughs> um, I just, I just finished. Actually, as funny as you said, I just finished cleaning out my shorts, my sweatpants, and my t-shirts. Um, so I think that answers the question.
0: So what, like how many, what, like, what, give me an over under on like t-shirts and shorts that you're just like, I'm done with these. Was it a big number? Had to be.
2: Yeah, it was pretty large. Um, I'd say, I I don't know. I probably got rid of 20, 20 to 30 t-shirts and got rid of a good amount of gym shorts. I'm so bad. I'm a hoarder. And it's like, you know, I want to hang on to those you know, the the workout gear from college from Alabama. I'm like, ah, this is a good memory. And I'm like, you know, I've had this since my freshman year of college, and I've worn it four times, so I really need to keep it? No, just get rid of it. So you haven't grown since college? (laughs) No, it was just, (laughs) I just was that skinny in college, (laughs) nothing fit me in college.
0: When's the last time you paid for anything, like a shirt, a pair, like anything? When's the last time you, like, went to a store or went online and paid money for anything?
2: Um, I, I don't know. I shop. I like, I buy shoes and I, I'll pay, I mean, if Amazon counts probably about four hours ago, I don't know. I'd buy, I'll, I'll get stuff online. I like to shop. That's kind of my little guilty thing. So I'll go out and get myself some shoes or something. All
0: right. Well, but I mean, you're like a polo guy. Can't you just say, Hey, I'd like some shoes and like a box shows up. Isn't that how it works?
2: Yeah. But you know, I, I like Jordans and I like sneakers. So that, that's a little different style than, than, uh-huh. the.
0: <laughs> There we go. Um, mm-hmm. Now, I, Steve and I, before you, you called in, I, I just said I don't. I, I mean, we're all trying to get our minds right here, and, and it's a serious time. We all get that. In general, like you're a professional golfer, and the last time you, like you, I want to say you told somebody from the golf channel, you felt like you told your dad or your caddy, like you're, you felt like it was yeah. close, like you're about ready to play some really good golf, and yeah. now the plug is pulled. So, like, what are you doing? on a day-to-day basis like you don't have a tournament to prepare for it's not like you don't have i always look at a tournament like a test right like you read the Mm -hmm. book to prepare for the test you you don't Mm -hmm. have a test to prepare for so like what are what are you doing
2: yeah my my books are in my garage uh, sitting up against the wall (laughs) actually it's funny because i just saw them i I was getting something out of the trunk of my car or or i was not cleaning it out but i just i knew i need to put something away and when I turned around to go back inside, I was like, I wonder if I should bring those inside. I was like, yeah, they're all right here. I'll just leave them in there. So I haven't practiced once. I've, I've played a couple times, but you know, i played left-handed a couple rounds. I, I played with like four clubs one day. with My dad wanted to play when he was here and everything was still open and, and he was so bored and I felt, you know, I wanted to spend some time with him and go out so we could play but i was like i don't feel like playing normal so i would just i would play with like four clubs and just and just try to have some fun but um yeah it, it's weird it is and and for we my dad and i talked about it we just didn't really see a, a need to go practice and and grind you know it's going to play is one thing but um going to grind and then get it get get me where I want to be and then I have to maintain that for another two to three months. That doesn't really seem <laughs> very yeah. smart. So I've honestly, I've, I've been training a lot. I've been working out a lot probably four or five times a week, just trying to work on the weaknesses I have um, in my body and just, you know, trying to make sure I don't use this time. Uh, it's not useless, you know, like I feel like I'm actually getting something out of it. And honestly, you know, it, especially with what's going on now, it, you, you never realized how excited you'd be to go in your backyard and go do a workout just to go pass an hour. So, it's, does that um, mean you bought?
1: Does that mean you bought a bench press?
2: Uh no, no, no. I, I play okay. golf. We don't need a bench
1: press.
0: <laughs> yeah, <that's it. laughs> you, you you talked about playing left handed, and that was something that you and I had jokingly, like I, I was half kidding. I said if yeah. you and Ricky, if you guys play left handed, and you just if you periscoped it or put it on whatever like mm-hmm. we would we'll use the content <laughs> but like if you played left-handed what what would you shoot
2: uh well I shot um what did I shoot that day I think I shot like a hundred i shot 101 I mean I well, choked come so on but we didn't play the tips we played the tees. um and man i I, I choked I shot 4457 so it was it well, was what quite, happened I, I don't know. I I woke up a little bit and, and I will say that maybe when I, uh, when I have a, a drink or two left handed, uh, I'm not quite as good as I am right now. Uh, so.
0: so, so here's, here's my scouting report on you. Hammer Justin Thomas left handed back nine sucks. That's, that's what I got. If you're, if you're bombed on the back nine, you're not going to break 55.
2: It's, it's, no, I don't even want to know what I would shoot if I was bombed, but even just having a couple drinks, I'm like, you know, usually you kind of get in that good little cruising altitude, and uh, Mm. that that results, that results in a big, big slice for me, and a lot Uh. of, a lot of duck hooks.
0: Yeah.
2: Now, you played with,
0: with Ricky, and you, you tweeted out the scorecard. You shot 65 and got dusted. He shot Mm -hmm. 60, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Now let me add, like, uh, it's, it's ridiculous that that's what you guys can do, but I get that that's how good you are. Like, how easy a 60 was it?
2: It was very easy. It just was, it was, um, it was a very calm day. The course we played, it, it's MJ's new course down here and it's meant to be, to play firm and fast and, and with a lot of wind. It's, it's actually bizarre. It's a Lynx course for, for being in Florida. It's, it's very weird. Um, but with no wind, you could get after it quite a bit, and he did, and he just was, I mean, you know, hitting the fairways, hitting the greens, hitting it pretty close, and and then I'll, we just got to, like, 15, and I was like, damn, I was like, I mean, I'm playing, because we had a match going, and sure, I felt like I wasn't playing great, but I was like, I'm playing pretty good, and, I've, and I'm, like, four down or something like that, or, like, three down or whatever it was, and I was like, I got to look, and I'm adding it up, and I'm like, damn, I'm like, he's nine under right now. He's like, he gets a chance to shoot 59 if he goes – because 16 um, is drivable and 17 is a par five, I'm like, if he makes one eagle and two birdies, like he's gonna shoot 59. So, and then at that point, it's just like, I don't care if I. I mean, I already lost, so <laughs> sure. I didn't have to worry about that. I'm just pulling for him because it's cool to watch that. And and then it just, you know, he he drives it on the green and and two putts on 16 and hits it. Um, I forget what he did on 17. I think he hit it to probably like 40, 45 feet, and then on 18, you know, he's got a hole, which then you're like, it doesn't really, he's not going to do that. And he hit it to like a foot. I'm like, damn near hole that <laughs> thing. So, and it's just, yeah, it's it's funny, you know, when you, you go out there and sometimes those days are, you just don't even realize that you're out there just kind of having fun, and then next thing you know, I'm like, dang, I, I got beat pretty bad, and I had a good day. That was fun to watch. <laughs>
0: This is tacky, but I don't care because it's a pandemic. You shot 65 and lost how much money?
2: Uh, I think I'd lost, I lost 200 because we just did a 200 closeout and I pressed on 18 and I made birdie and that was good enough for another half. So <laughs> I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't get anything back.
0: <laughs> I think didn't Ustajian shoot like 57 somewhere? Like he's got like a wine that's like Mr. 57. And, and I guess what I'm getting at is like if you guys really went nuts on it. Not like a 7,500 yard course, yeah. but like a regular course. Like, what's, what could someone shoot realistically?
2: I mean, I still think that someone's going to shoot 57 or 8 on a, on a PGA Tour event. I mean, I think I it's do there. I do too. Well, Furyk did, didn't he? Furyk shot yeah. 58 in Hartford. He shot 58 because I shot 61, and I, I, I'll never forget it. I shot 61 to like backdoor a top five. And <laughs> you would have thought, you would have thought I shot 68 or 67. Like, I finished, and I had like two media questions, and I'm like, well, that was easy. Like I'm, I'm, like I have a chance to win the tournament, and like everyone's like, oh, so, what'd you think about the 58? I was like, I just had 61. Like, what about that? <laughs> All right. Um, no one cared. Yeah, and it was awesome. But it's, <laughs> I, I think it's so funny because I've gone out and like played the ladies' tees or I've gone out and played really short, and you know, it's like, oh, how low can you shoot? But you know, people expect you to shoot in the 50s. It's like, I mean, that is a lot of birdies. That's that's a lot of putts made a lot under par so i don't think it's necessarily like if we go play 6200 yards you know we're gonna have five guys shoot in the 50s but you know i think you get a place like a like a hartford that um it's not necessarily easy but it's like it's a lot of short clubs where if you're driving it well in the morning when you have good greens like you can just go so low and you know i just think that someone's gonna get hot hopefully me and uh and shoot a 50 or 8 something like that
1: Well, you know, that's the fifth major. Us people in Connecticut, that's the fifth major, the travelers, okay? Just so you know. Right. That's right. right? Mm -hmm. Um, Who's who's the happiest player that's not just losing money on Tuesdays and Wednesdays in practice rounds? Like, he's always dumping money to guys. Like, who's happy that he's just not giving away money (laughs) to his friends? Yeah, I need a name.
2: Ah, man. I don't know. I mean I like Terry I like taking Woodlands money and he's usually pretty okay. happy happy about it. Um I don't know. We don't I don't I feel like I haven't we said that actually to the players is that we we like we don't play as often as we used to. We like we don't have those 18 hole games like we used okay. to. I feel like do more so and, and now it's like you know I'm playing a pro am or guys are playing pro ams and we just want to go play 9 holes or or even practice on Tuesday and then for some reason the players were like you know let's go play a game. We haven't done that in a while. Glad we got on that kick so we could take it off for three or four months. And not do it for a while.
0: Woodland's like you in that he is a monster sports fan. Like every oh, yeah. year, that Monday of the Masters, we watch the title game. Oh, yeah. um, there's a, an agency party. Our guy Mark Steinberg and and he throws a big party and um, and Woodland's a huge sports fan. And so are you. I, I think that's how you and I kind of struck up a, a mm-hmm. conversation when you first got out there because you're just such a gigantic sports fan. Like, I get the golf part's kind of a bummer, but like, how much does it suck for you to not have games to watch tonight as much as you love them?
2: Yeah, it does. It's, you know, this is kind of that, that odd part in the, of the, of the, I guess the year when you don't have as much going on, you know, with like right before, um, you know, baseball was starting up. Obviously they would have been into it by now, but you're just kind of looking at watching stuff. And, and I mean, the fun part is, is, you know, at least, I could like go to a hockey game in Fort Lauderdale if I wanted to or I could go to a Marlins game if we wanted to or travel to go somewhere or watch something on TV or you know get ready to to watch in the draft stuff it's um yeah it's it's in March madness obviously like it's just it's it's bizarre and um I've, yeah, I've been texting with with Gary quite a bit because you know he's got he's got three kids at home, and I'm just making sure to remind him that I don't have any but a dog, and, I, and I'm having just a great time here. So. Well, well, my my guy, my guy Stanford Steve has three,
0: and I have three, and just let me just to all the bachelors out there, please know that, he, like brother, just you are winning that you are winning life right now because trying <laughs> to make make it through days is a challenge, okay? It is a zone. Uh, so.
2: that, that seems to be the consensus.
0: My son, my, like, you didn't have, when's the last time you wore a shirt?
2: Um. Well, I, I worked out earlier today, so I, I put a shirt on then, but I, pretty much since I got home, I haven't had a shirt on. Okay, because my youngest son, all right, my youngest son,
0: Charlie, he just won't wear a shirt, and I swear to How God. How old is he? He's two and a half. <laughs> he just looks like the guy that comes out of the house and is screaming at his old lady about something, and I'm like, "Put your shirt on." He's like, "No, I don't want to put a shirt on." He just refuses to wear a shirt, and like, that's where the fun starts. Is there? So the fact that you get to do whatever you want, whenever you want, like, I really, Steve, how do you tell my man like how good he's got it?
1: Uh, well, I mean, he's he, he's 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 doing things all right his way. So I, I mean, right there, you just you don't have to answer to anybody. That's the biggest thing. You know, like, you, you, you do what you want to do. Hey, you know, I might, might work out today at 11. I might work out at 10. There's nobody in your way. Uh, there's no throw-up on the floor when you walk down the <laughs> stairs and kids are eating breakfast. You know, it's it's just, you know, I, I appreciate that you're doing your own, uh, your own things. Uh, you grew up in an awesome time uh, at Alabama, obviously, uh, going through there. Who's your, like, top three favorite Alabama players?
2: Uh, Julio is, is definitely up there. I, are we just talking football? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. They don't have any uh, other yeah, sports Julio. in Alabama, anyway. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't need to get into that, but um, yeah, Julio was I'd say he's my favorite. Um, I loved. Uh, man, it's so hard. It's Trent was fun to watch. I mean, he did some some crazy things, like him mm. and Ingram, because that's kind of when I first started. Um, yeah. I guess when I was taking my visit to Alabama, you know, Ingram and, and Greg McCroy and Julio Jones, Javier Arenas, you know, Dwight Hightower and, and Upshaw. So it's just like the, their defense was, was unbelievable. But, um, I, I did like Hightower. I thought it was so cool how he would just felt like he, we always have had that leader and the linebacker mm. defense that would just kind of lead the team. And, you know, like Mark Barron kind of did and, and Javier Arenas, you know, those defensive guys and, and it's kind of transitioned into the NFL. So I'm going to go with. I'll go with uh, Ingram, Julio, and Hightower.
1: Ennis Free or Houndstooth?
2: Oh, Ennis Free all day.
1: <laughs> Very good. Very good.
0: Very good. I have, I've stalled as long as I can from asking that we would be at Augusta National next week. Mm-hmm. i i know i know what it represents to me covering it is my favorite place to go yeah. and just from the competitor standpoint it's obviously different because you got to go out there and play it which is a challenge but just what is what does that event represent to to you guys on uh, on tour that are lucky enough to qualify to play it
2: yeah i got asked the other day about from somebody about like you know they want to do a little story on the Masters, and they're like, oh, you know, what's your favorite memory in the Masters, or what's your first memory? And it's like, well, you, you can't – it's just – you can't describe it in one memory or think of – Exactly. 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 It's just – it's – I mean, the, the, like, I've thought – the first thing that came to me is just the fact of playing and, like, just the aura of the tournament and, like, the, the roars and everything. And, like, I made a hole-in-one on Sunday last year, and I – Went back to back hole in ones with Ricky in the Par three contest and neither one of those things were the first thing that came to my mind. Like just being there and like when you walk on that tee, it, it's, it's, I don't know, you know what it is. It's just, it's yep. so hard to explain and you know, it's, it's so fun, you know, sitting in there having lunch and, and getting to BS and, and then it's, you walk out of those doors and it's all business. And I just, I love the fact that, you know, you can go to the range, you go chip, you go putt on, on the range side and then once to me it's always kind of like once you get past the clubhouse once you get past out that way past that tree it's just all business i can't figure out like what you guys do what any
0: of us do i just i don't even know if this is a question as much as like how are you going to make this make sense in the next couple of months
2: yeah that's that, that is very true and um i was actually just talking to uh my college coach, Jay Sewell, a little bit ago, and he was just calling to check in and we we're going back and forth. Cause I mean, he, he was someone I checked on and, or I checked in on quite a bit because, you know, he's like, how he was just so upset for his guys. And that's what I can't imagine. Like as a college coach oh. is he's like, you know, I just, I don't know what to tell him because how do you tell your seniors that their last tournament, they're not, they're not even going to get it. Like I can't, how am I supposed to tell my guys that their last round never happened? Or isn't going to happen, and it's just he he struggled. So, but anyways, we're catching up, and we're talking about what to do, this and that. And <laughs> I'm like, why, you know, why am I going to force anything, or what am I? Kind of was like I was talking about practicing earlier, but it's like even doing stuff around the house. Like there's plenty more things I'm going to do or I need to do, but I'm not in any rush because I know I probably have another two months of being home, and I can do it <laughs> any time. So why? why am I going to knock all this stuff out? It's just, it's, it is bizarre. And I'm sure we're going to go stir crazy, you know, as the time goes on and and that's what's even wilder is we don't even know where we are in this process yet or how far along. And um, I mean, in reality there's nothing any of us can do about it other than just kind of follow the guidelines and, and hope it gets, gets out as quick as we can. So not only the world can get to a better place, but the sports lovers can start watching sports again and, and we can start doing what we love and, it's just it, it's nuts, but man, it's uh, it's it, we're definitely looking for some some stuff to do. Justin, you grew up in Louisville.
1: How many mm-hmm. did you go to the Kentucky Derby every year growing up? I didn't.
2: I've as crazy as it is, I've actually only been to the Derby um twice
1: because so, of golf season.
2: Yeah, it, you know, during high school and college, I was that was a big big, especially college was during golf season, but. I mean, the main thing for me is, like, when I was growing up, nobody was at the club because it was mm. Kentucky Derby, and I could go out and just do whatever I wanted. It was like, <laughs> I could go play out, my dad and I could go play all day. It was great, so that's just how I was as a kid, but, you know, I've gone a couple times since since college, and it is a blast. If it wasn't during one of my favorite, you know, tour events at, at Wells Fargo at, uh, at Quill Hollow every year, I would go for sure. and it's it's fun when you get a good crew and, and get to go enjoy it, but unfortunately, I gotta I gotta choose my job over that one first.
0: <laughs> Understood. Uh, and I, I understand why Quail Hollow is a special place. Obviously, you you want you want a major championship there, but there's there's mm. a golf course the golf course is special to me, and it's in midway uh, it's it's in Lewis Delaware, and it's the midway <laughs> par three. And I just want to float this out here. This is and just mull it over. Okay. If, if for whatever reason. If, for whatever reason, somehow there isn't golf in the week of the Open Championship, that is the week that, on the calendar right now, our annual Par 3 tournament is going to be played. Now, I am going to extend to you an unprecedented invitation to join that Par 3 tournament, where, by the way, shirts are entirely optional, and and, uh, uh, cold beers are on the menu. And it's a one-man, two-ball 2, sh- two ball scramble. I think as a professional, you would be limited to one. But I'm just saying that we would figure out a way to get you there. Uh, if we have to have social distancing, whatever. But just if there's no Open Championship, I'm going to extend to you uh, from the Royal and Ancient uh, Group of Midway um, an invitation to play the Midway Part 3.
2: I, uh, you know, that that does mean a lot. And if if we could somehow maybe sp- if we could sprinkle in a couple world ranking points, you know, I think I'll, I'll be there in a heartbeat. It's uh, sounds like a great opportunity for me to get some good competition, and maybe I'll work on my lefty game and see what I can do.
0: Well, if you play left handed, we will kick your
2: ass, is what we will do. <laughs> but if if you
0: play right handed, you'd, you'd be surprised. We, uh, you know, we, we've got some players out there. But look, I think I'm
2: just- I think I've heard from you during that tournament a, a year or two. It sounds like a good time.
0: And listen, I'm just uh, I'm just floating it out there. There might let's hope by then. Let's hope by mid July there's golf. If there's not, then come on up to Delaware, have a good time. And until then, uh, keep your shirt off, do whatever you want, stay safe, and thanks. Thanks. Thank you very much for spending the time with us today. As we're just feeling our way through and trying to do the best we can. You be good, brother. All right.
2: Absolutely, boys. Y'all enjoy.
0: Uh, That guy right there is is as good as it gets. Um, You know, this is awesome. Twenty-something year old guy, just kind of an old soul, gets the big picture. I really enjoy the conversations that uh, that we've had in the men's grill at Augusta National over a grilled cheese. Which is, man, am I going to miss that next week? Uh, But just imagine being him, Steve. Right? Like we're trying to figure out how the hell to do shows. This, like, they they can't even do their job. You know, like they're like, and and he's like the golf clubs are. I mean, the, the clubs are closed. He he said he hadn't touched his golf club since like the players. And I'm like, why? Why would you? They got nothing. No test to prepare for. What an odd situation.
1: Yeah, I, I've always, you know, every sport has their own ways to go about things, you know. And, and that's yeah. why was, you know, I wasn't sure how much he was changing up how bored he was about changing up the workouts. That's why I was wondering if he's getting invested in a little bench press or something to try and change things up. and seeing how bored he was. But, yeah, I mean, I just, I can't, other sports, especially golf. I didn't, I didn't touch a club till I was in college. So I have no idea the idea of maintaining and practicing and trying to stay sharp and, you know, what your body needs to be. Obviously, you know, he's not a, he's not a big dude like me. And, and, you know, I, I'm, I would be so concerned about, you know, trying to find meals and, and be eating right. That's, that's the biggest issue I would think of.
0: Yeah, you just end up c- coming back and none of your, none of your, uh, golf pants fit because you've just been sitting on the couch eating <laughs> cheetos all day but he, you know what i and i started to bring it up and i'm like you know what? i he's never seen an episode of paw patrol in his life he doesn't he doesn't have any no. Idea about, no about rocky zuma
1: no Robin. no way no
0: nope. sky wrist ever yeah, sky Who, i only have sky
1: do- do- i i only have sky dolls in my house that's because Z- that's a girl you know uh,
0: of course and she obviously is up in the helicopter doing her thing looking for that oh, yeah. damn chicken because the mayor can't keep track of the chicken, um, but he doesn't know. Imagine, like, honestly, and and I mean, look, I love my family, and it's chaos in the house. And Charlie is like a shirtless dude from Cops. Like, he, I'm gonna get him a tat and get him some Marlboro lights so that he can be full on <laughs> play the the cops character. But get
1: him a you know, get him a white t shirt. He can roll it up like Schneider back in the day.
0: <laughs> no, no, he won't wear it. He refuses oh. to wear a shirt. But as as much chaos as there is in the house. If you had nobody in the house, mm-hmm. like it would be, I can't imagine how mind numbing it would be. Because the best thing about those those weekends where the family's away and you got bachelor weekend, for me, the best part is I get to watch games all day and I don't have to yeah. apologize to anybody. Why but do you think no I'm?
2: Game. Why do you think I'm drinking right now, Scott? I've lived
0: by myself. Like, all right, like how many video games can you play? Like how much it's, how much
2: Netflix I, can you watch? You know? I can only bring in so many five star recruits on NCAA fourteen till it gets old.
0: Well, I, and by the way, I, Steve, I told you this, we we, we dusted off the old, old Xbox 360 and I got the dynasties going. Um, uh, we're we're firing, I, up a, firing up a dynasty and we, uh, we're trying to get Stanford Steve to take a look at our program. Right now you're very interested in Alabama and uh, we're going to have to try to do what we have to do to get you on campus.
1: I told you, I had the most heartbreaking feeling this week, uh, as far as video games goes, uh, finding, the, finding the case. NCA fourteen and opening up and it's gone. Oh. That that was rough. I found the one the year before with Barry Sanders and Robert Griffin. Uh, I called every GameStop. They don't have one in the state of Connecticut. Oh, no. uh, so we're uh, so it's
0: grim, really grim. If listen, yeah. this is how. Here's what we're gonna do. This, stand for Steve. I mean, tell them where to send it. I mean, somebody out there's got
2: one and they'll send you one because they love you. Steve, are you playing PlayStation or Xbox? PS3. I might be able to get you NCAA 11. I can't give you my 14, but I could find, I might have my 11 with Tim Tebow on it if you. Nobody wants you want.
0: 11. I have,
1: I have 11. No, no I, I have want 11. 14.
2: I've also 11. got Robinson on the cover. I've also got, I've been, uh, I fired up the Masters Tiger Woods uh, 12.
1: I have that. I found that. So I think that's getting uh, run into the ground this weekend.
0: Am I in that one? No big deal. All due respect. I don't <laughs> think you are. I think oh. you're in
1: 14.
0: Uh nah, it's hard to, I, it's hard to remember, you know. Yeah. Hard to remember. Still so getting somebody, those,
1: hashtag get those checks, though.
0: Nah, that really didn't go that way. But neither here nor there. Um, they, somebody they, gets Stanford Steve a PS3 version of NCAA EA, 14. NCAA 14 immediately. There so are
1: Robinsons on the cover, right? Yeah.
0: Yep, yeah, that's the one. That's yeah. the one. So Steve needs that. I can't imagine that moment of finding the case. Oh. And then, op- like, it's the joy immediately following. Followed by, oh no. Mm. Wow.
1: Yeah. Uh, you ready for some questions?
0: Oh, yes. Yeah. Scott on the spot.
1: Scott yeah.
0: On the spot. <laughs> there's don't have our, that s- guy. We don't there's have our the All right, poor, I'm
1: ready. Oh. Guy. All right. Uh, in the last seven days. Yep. How many walks have you taken, uh, Otis on?
0: Um, uh, probably not every day cuz we've gone out and played some i mean 5 5 Five,
1: okay all right good 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 five. uh m m&ms or regular m&ms
0: right now right now i'm on a regular kick because i had Ugh. to i had to hoard the m&m yogurt and <laughs> since i wasn't sure i could find the m&m yogurt i bought the big family bags of m&ms which by the way is bs cuz The idea that that's a sharing size bag—like, who am I sharing it with? I'm going to eat all of it. Right now, I have a massive bag of M&Ms, which isn't really that massive anymore because we're using them for the yogurt in case of emergency. So right now, I'm on a plain M&M kick.
1: All right. Uh, You said you watched uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood this weekend. I did. Brad Pitt, incredible, award-winning. Right. Where do you rank that? Where do you rank that in his performances?
0: Pitt's performances? Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, he won an Academy Award, didn't he?
1: Yeah, well, I'm that saying first? the SVP awards.
0: Well, that I mean, if he won, it must mean it was really good. Uh, but I liked him more in Inglorious Bastards, which is my like. Uh, I think that my favorite Tarantino film. I think I might like Inglorious Bastards better than. Well, that could be recency bias, but Inglorious Bastards is such a good movie. Really, you like it I that think much? So. I love it. I love it. Uh,
1: did 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 uh, Tarantino? Who did uh who did Gangs in New York?
0: It's a Mexican standoff. Uh, Scorsese.
1: Okay, all
0: right. What am I? Adnan Verk? No, I I, no, I knew, to,
1: I knew you would know to, though.
0: I'm not trying to mow Adnan Adnan's grass. He's the cinephile guy. But I uh-huh. I happen to know that one.
1: Yeah, I knew you would know. That's why I asked you.
0: All right. I you know some, took some film classes.
1: Um, last night we had uh we had Chipotle catered to the room. We did. We didn't get to revisit this, um, you know. We had the chicken, and you know everybody made their own uh, burrito bowls. Did you? How much did you enjoy making your own?
0: This is such a weird question, but I, I I'm so glad you asked it because I really I enjoyed the process of being the one in charge of making it because I got to determine how much rice. I I never get enough rice, yep. so I got a lot of rice, and then I went a, I went with a double black bean allotment. And then I don't know if it was triple chicken or not. Remember, never go triple chicken. No. But I, prob- I probably went double chicken plus.
1: There you go, um, two and a half and scoops.
0: And then the little queso in there, they got the new queso, which is fine. Uh, and I just, I got the cheese, like, they never get the cheese right. They always put the clump in the middle and they're like, it's, you gotta <laughs> sprinkle it all over the place. So I got to be the one to do like a, it was like a, it was like a perfect, uh, like an inch of snow on the ground. It was just a lovely oh, cheese perfect. allotment. And, uh, I, I, it's, what a strange question, but yet one that I totally am happy you asked because I got more uh, enjoyment out of making it than I thought I would.
2: Can't do a burrito though if it's catered because then you trying to wrap it yourself. It's not going to be as good as what they could do. No one
0: has any idea how to wrap it and make that nerf football. No one has, no In- one
1: knows including it. the people that work there. That's my <laughs> that's, issue.
0: That's, that's why you don't get a burrito. Get another. I ask
1: them now. I, I ask the person now who's going to end up being rolling the burrito. I ask hey, them we, how long they've been working there.
0: Come on. You to like you give them like a job interview from across the glass, and and what if they say? What if they say I've been here a week and a half? You're like, don't roll my burrito.
1: No, I say, give me a bowl. Give me the ball. <laughs>
0: this man takes his burrito bowls very seriously. I don't. So do I, actually. Who am I who are we can is that any more questions? No, we
1: did our three. I don't I don't have anything else.
0: Alright, neither do I. Um I just thank
1: you. W- oh, I wanted to do say something. Um I really do appreciate people reaching out and, and uh, you know, texting, um, calling and just hearing from people all over uh, you know, saying they're watching. And, uh, they give, you know, they get a little comfort and, and, maybe even a couple laughs watching our show, uh, your show at night. Um, our show. so it's, show, it's, not it's uh, it's, uh right. it's, it's, it's really cool to hear it. And like I said, you know, it keeps coming up. I'm off Twitter. So it's really, I've, I've come to fruition. I got a couple things planned for my return, but, um, it's really like, I, I've, I've come to notice that like, you know, being on Twitter or, you know, being having a podcast, doing TV, I just assume people are doing things and watching and they're not. So it's awesome to hear people really reaching out and, and I know you feel the same.
0: Uh, yeah, and I'm glad. I'm actually, I'm glad you uh, gave me a chance to say the same. Uh, and I, I would just echo that. It's, it is gratifying. Look, trying to make a show out of nothing. Uh, I said to, to somebody, I feel like a waiter in a restaurant with no food. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Uh, but collectively, I'm proud of our show staff. we got a great group of people that are working hard to try to figure it out. Steve's right here to keep me sane, and God bless him for that. And you all are out there and reaching out to tell us that w- we're helping. And, I mean, that's a very gratifying thing to think because, obviously, right now, it's a, it's a mm. time we've never dealt with. Uh, we're trying our best, and we're just grateful to know that you're out there, and we, we always appreciate it, and we appreciate it now more than ever. So we'll see you at midnight um, or whatever the hell time we come on. I think it's maybe it's 11, and um, this is a good reminder, too. I didn't want to do a podcast, and I'm really psyched that we did, so I hope you guys mm-hmm. enjoyed as well. And stay safe, and we'll talk to you guys next week.